You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. Glad to be back talking with you guys on yeah, one of these good old podcasts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What was the last episode you were on? I think uh, was it the Sonic the Hedgehog one, or I think it was, yeah, I think Sonic. yes. Because that was that was the um, inaugural episode. That's right. right. <laughs> Where right afterwards you were like, I don't really know a lot about video games, so I'm going to bow this podcast out. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, man, you guys got all the knowledge, man. I'm going to let you have it. I'm going <laughs> to bow out gracefully. <laughs> well, uh, miss hearing your voice. Uh, look forward to hearing more about your summer vacation. Um, and actually, we should say we're recording this episode uh, a few weeks later than we intended to because uh, part of your yeah. summer vacation ended up uh, getting stuck in fucking Washington, D.C., right? Oh, my God. Yeah, for a while there, I thought I was about to have to start living in Washington, D.C., <laughs> you know, because I was a victim of the airlines. And they just decided... From what I heard, apparently the staff decided just to go on strike while I took a vacation to Washington or something like that. <laughs> well, I they're think, like, uh, yeah, they were uh, a, little, a little overworked, and there's some union uh, rules about how many hours they can consecutively work. I don't know. That's the official line. I don't know what's going on behind the uh, scenes there at Spirit Airlines. Mm-hmm. The, the best part was after his flight got canceled the first time, I was like, yo, man, you should probably rent a car and just drive back down. <laughs> and he's like, no, man, I'm not going to do that. And then after he gets canceled two more times, he rents a car and drives down. <laughs> I was like, you know what, Joe? You don't know what you're talking about. After you said the first time. But then it was like, man, yeah, he's right. After about that second or third time, I was like, maybe that, maybe Joe knows what he's talking yeah, about. Because what were they telling you? you been home already. Because... <laughs> <laughs> You were supposed to come back on a Wednesday. We were all set to record that evening. And then you were like, hey, my yep. flight got canceled. It's not going to leave until Friday now. And then yep. when did they tell you about that one getting canceled? Uh, like, about Thursday night. You know, after I had showered, was ready, was like, all packed. right. We're going to go there, wake up in the morning. Like, well, flight's canceled. We're like, what the fuck? So then we look for another one. They give us one that's supposed to, co- that's supposed to leave at 5 p.m. Friday. Mm. We're ready for that one. Go to sleep wake up, start doing some things, and then figure out again that this next one is canceled. Uh, at, that point, at that point, I lost all faith in the airlines. Now, what were, they, like, <laughs> what, what were they telling you uh, past that Friday? Was it like Monday? Yeah, they were telling me Saturday, but like a seven-hour layover in like mm. Orlando, Florida. Oh, so it was like, oh, man, was trying, was not trying to do that. You could have hooked the next one, Yeah. Oh, you were in Orlando? I was in Orlando, yep. Oh man, you know what? Actually, that would have been pretty funny. I, I, was like, I was like, I knew nobody in Orlando. Like, <laughs> this is like a buddy comedy uh, in the making, right? And then they drive across, right? and then they start right. to get on no. each other's nerves, but then they fall in love at the end. <laughs> oh man, Jay and Tess do Orlando. Jay. Yeah, man. <laughs> you get into some hijinks, maybe accidentally like kill a pedestrian. I don't know. Oh my like, God. You get banned from Disney. <laughs> yes, that's exactly you get banned from Disney. All right. Well, that's a good segue then. Uh, Tess, we'll come back to you because uh, I want to hear more, more what's going on in your life. But uh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about this episode. Uh, only half of it has to do with video games. The other half has to do with uh, some pop culture things and some recent vacations Ooh. that uh, our very own Jay Gunn just took uh, to the, the happiest place on earth. That's right. This place. Indeed. Yeah, it was... Uh... Had a, had a kind of a company trip out to uh, out to Orlando and did a little bit of Disney while I was there. Did a little bit of Universal Studios and uh, baked in the sun for <laughs> hours, waiting in lines to get on rides. Oh, was it was it hot in Florida in August? Did you oh, bring a hat? Hot. 
It was. Oh, hot. I did. I did bring a hat. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I absolutely did. But it was still hot the as hot shit out there. there. Yeah. <laughs> and man, when like, when an old man takes a swamp and just like covers it in concrete that reflects the heat right back at you. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's, yep. It's pretty rough. Yeah, and and like the Hollywood studios, it was. I, I was texting Joe a little bit on this. Mm-hmm. I was like. I was at Universal when I was texting him. I'm like, man, Universal has this line shit down. They do, because don't they? It is. There are there's covered areas. There's trees or there's buildings that you're underneath throughout the whole thing, so you're not just baking in the sun. But it, at Hollywood Studios for Disney, it was the opposite. Yeah, no coverage, and there was like Ooh. no cover at all anywhere. Yeah. Um, well, it's a good so thing yeah, the lines yeah, are nice and rough. speedy then. So uh, I know you're not oh, waiting yeah. in line for very long, right? Yeah, real, Hollywood real Studios nice and speedy. Of the parks, Hollywood Studios is probably the worst because it's built oh, wow. like it's supposed to be like a backlot, a Hollywood yeah. backlot. Yeah. So obviously you wouldn't have anything covered. Like when you go back to the Muppet area or, you know, the 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 backlot like sets, the fake sets and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah there's, there's no cover anywhere. The, I think the most cover you get is if you try to get on the Aerosmith roller coaster. Like, there's a little bit of there. And when you go into the Tower of Terror, is the Tower yeah. of Terror even still there? Yes. Yeah, okay, and, cool. and we actually did we actually did ride that. Um, Dude, and that one was that the best one as far as the as as far as the cover goes. Cause even though the like the line wound around for fucking ever, <laughs> it was all like cover. There was like tree cover around it. So that well, was at least you... nice. Didn't you like grab the number, like the the pass numbers and stuff? Do they still have that going on? They do. They do have the fast pass, um, but it was like uh, we were looking at the at the price of the ticket because we we'll, uh, because it was the the company function. We only got that in for Saturday night. Um, so the rest of the parks, we actually had to buy tickets to go into them, and the fast pass is like half the price of a ticket. So oh, it's like geez. a ticket plus another half on top of that Ooh. to get the fast pass now. Oh wow! So we must have. I didn't think I paid extra when we went back in 2013. Uh, we just we were able to go up to like the line, and there was a pick a number, and then when your <laughs> number's up, you can go in and go on the ride. Like you can oh. skip the line and go on the ride. Oh, that would have been very nice. No, they, they should have had that. that. They didn't have those set up. Mm-mm. They didn't have that at all. The only thing that they did have, and you know, I, I sent the the text in the in our in our thread was for um the 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 rise of the resistance yeah, the um, new at one. star wars and that's fucking ridiculous because before uh i guess before covid hit you had like 10 to 15 minutes to get yourself in that in that queue mm-hmm. or it would fill up wow now with covid and now that they've opened back up and everybody's trying to get in and they've got less capacity that they can do it with yeah it's not even 10 seconds it's like, it's like trying to buy a like, ps5 huh yeah uh, like it, it the the <laughs> queue opens at 7 a.m and i was on at 6 55 refreshing the page until it came up with the join button and it's like as soon as that join button popped up i hit it confirm my party and it's like queue's full it's like fuck <laughs> so it was like three seconds and it was done Wow. Yeah. And later in the day, they do open it up again at one o'clock. And I got on that one, luckily. And I I remember we were in, we were in line. I don't even remember what, what it was we were in line for, but we were in line and all of a sudden it was like 650 hits and you start seeing everybody pulling out their their phones. phones They're they're all getting ready to get on that queue. It's like, that's crazy. Well, I I saw your pick of uh, the Millennium Falcon. So we had proof. 
proof of life, proof that you were there. Uh, <laughs> and, and were you able to, to do all the rides you wanted fuck to do? You, <laughs> I. Joe may be a little did. jealous. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Very. Pretty much, pretty much all of them. Um, the the Millennium Falcon one was actually really cool. I I liked like the Rise of the Resistance was longer, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which made me feel better about the queue being so ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but the Millennium Falcon, I think, was the better experience because oh. it was more interactive. Like you actually, you have four people. You got one person that steers, quote unquote, left and right, and one person that steers up and down. And then you got one person on weapons and another person on like engineering to like repair parts of the ship. And you're supposed to like hit, you know, when the buttons light up, you're oh. supposed to hit the buttons to cool. do those things. So yeah, it was it was, you, it was a cool. Did you movie. pilot the Millennium Falcon? I did not pilot. I was I was the, uh, uh, I was the gunner. Oh, even better! Um, That's awesome. When, wait, wait. When you killed, when you shot something, did you turn back and go, "I got him! I got him!" <laughs> <laughs> Don't get cocky, kid. Shit, I should have done that. It was a missed opportunity. So you said you were able to do all the uh, the rides you wanted to do. Yeah, um, I think. Well, no, I say that there was one at Universal. I wanted to do the um, the Hagrid. Uh, it's like the motorbike tour or whatever. Oh, and yeah. it was another one that was the the virtual line. You had to you had to sign into it, mm-hmm. and they Ooh, hey. it was just it was completely closed up by the time we got there. And, uh, uh, had no idea that you had to do it that way. So. I tell you, I, I I did get to go on that one when I went a few years ago. Um, and mm-hmm. and if you're gonna skip one, like it, it was a great ride, but that's the only one I legit kind of got sick on. And that was the oh, last yeah? one of the day. Maybe that had something to do with it. <laughs> I just had a little too much cotton candy and then uh, yeah, Dr. Pepper. Yeah. But, uh, too too yeah, many butterbeers. But, yeah, as of <laughs> butterbeers, yes. you know it. Uh, and by the time uh, yeah, I was done with that one, riding that broomstick, I was just like, nope, get me off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll get you. Hey, um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Did they still have Star Tours at Hollywood Studios? No, I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I guess they got rid of Star Tours to put in the Millennium Falcon ride. How about the Jedi Academy? Did they still have the kids getting in the robes and doing the Jedi yes. Academy show? Yes, they did have that. It's so yeah. cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, of course, they got the the uh, the build-your-own-lightsaber. They've got a build-your-own-droid thing that's out there. So oh, yeah. I saw a bunch of kids that were that had gone into it, and they were sitting there assembling their little droids and things. Yeah. And uh, I didn't get to actually go in and see the the lightsaber ceremony, but fuck, so many people had some lightsabers, and I was <laughs> just the whole time I was like, God, I should have gotten it. I should have gotten one. Mm. No, man, you're fine. I I know, but it's <laughs> it's good. that it's FOMO, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got gotcha. you. Oh no, I was just curious about because we've talked about Hollywood Studios, but we really didn't talk about Magic Kingdom and the mm-hmm. stuff that he, yeah. he got to do there. Magic yeah. So the Magic Kingdom that was the one that the actual company rented out, and they they rented it out from like I think it was eight to midnight. <clears throat> so it was, um, you know, they they bust everybody over there, and it took longer to walk from. You know, we, we hopped on the, the monorail thing and got, got to the actual uh, entrance area. Mm-hmm. It took longer to walk from the monorail station at the entrance and get into the Magic Kingdom yeah. than it did to get on any fucking ride <laughs> That's nice. that entire night. That was awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. What was your yeah. favorite ride there? Oh, by far the uh, the, the the mine train. It was the, oh. I think it was the Seven Dwarves mine train. What? Oh, they and were building that when I went in 2013. Oh, oh yeah. 
Oh, it yeah. was so good. It was such a good ride. And and they had it time when we got on it, it was timed so perfectly because they were doing the fireworks at the same time. Oh, nice. So we got to ride it while the fireworks were going off that's all around awesome. and everything. It's like that's, that's mad- just magical. perfect. It does, yeah, it does yeah. sound magical, doesn't it, Tess? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the you, best place on Earth. Haunted Mansion? Uh, yeah, did the that Haunted Mansion. That one's and, my and, name. You know, I, I've, I've done the Haunted Mansion. I remember doing it, like, years ago. The last time I went had to have been 20 or 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I remember doing it. And, it, you know, you sit down, you got two people, and they and there's this one part where you go by this mirror and you can see the a ghost mirror. appears. <laughs> yeah. I love that. It's, like, sitting on your lap. Yeah, yeah, and I always see the ghost is like in the middle of everybody. (laughs) Well, when I went through it, I was the only one sitting on there, so I was sitting in the middle, (laughs) and the ghost was actually on my side. That's awesome. So I'm, I'm, I'm I'm thinking they have a deal where they can, where they they can can tell where you're sitting. Yeah, interesting. I know magic. It's magic. Brilliant. Mm. brilliant. Did you see the uh, the the Pirates of the Caribbean update with Johnny Depp? No, no, He's no. There. That was uh, there was. <laughs> was he there? Was that, not the Johnny Depp. <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrow was there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah no, there was. A, uh, I was heading over to that because that was not. Uh, I did. Uh, I did the the Liberty. I did the front the Adventureland and Fantasyland, and then the uh, Tomorrowland. Uh huh. And I think the Pirates was over in the Frontierland. Yeah, Pirates is kind of in Frontierland. It, it borders Frontier and Adventureland. Yeah, yeah. And that was uh, that whole section. Uh, they had like this uh, parade getting ready to go. Oh, yeah. Uh, for the 100th anniversary of, of Snap-on deal. And, and I guess for the 50th anniversary of Disney all kind of happening together. Um hmm. So they had that whole section was basically like cordoned off and they had all the, the, the cars and the vehicles and everything for the parade were all filling that section so that they could run them out. Bastards. Huh? So, yeah. What a logistical nightmare it must be to run right? Disney World. And just seeing like, you know, the, the lines of people getting like funnel cakes or the lines of people getting... Oh, uh, you know, the sandwiches or the fish and chips or uh-huh. uh, shit like that. Right? It's like how many of those things do they have to go through oh, every yeah. day a and lot. every yeah. day? Oh my God. So it's much. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like the state fair times a thousand. Um, yeah. Ooh. Did you do my last question for you? Did you do any scavenger hunting? Oh, like, cause we talked there's about that. so many, there's so many like hidden things in mm-hmm. Disney world, specifically in the magic kingdom. There's a lot really? of stuff. Uh, actually, this is the second to last thing I'm going to ask you. Uh, so <laughs> did you, did you look for any of that? Like, uh, one of the examples I can think of is if you go when you first enter uh, the Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. and you're going down Main Street, you take a right. There's the Italian restaurant from Lady mm-hmm. and the Tramp. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you did you mm-hmm. go in there? No, I didn't go in there. Ah, uh, so if you go in and like you can ask the waiter or something like if you you ask them basically like, hey, do you have any dogs here? Do oh. you guys feed dogs? They'll take you to this back alley. Where there's a statue of Lady and the Tramp eating the spaghetti. Oh, oh wow. that's awesome! That's cute. It's really, yeah, it's really cool. You got to just you have to know to ask it's, to see. It's it. like the secret. You got to know the phrases. Oh yeah. wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So my last thing, and, and I don't know if you noticed it or not, but in front of the castle, there's a statue of Walt Disney holding Mickey Mouse's hand. Right? Did yeah. you see mm-hmm. that? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. we know that one. So 
if you approach it from a certain angle, Uh-oh. it looks like Mickey Mouse's nose is Walt Disney's penis. <laughs> <laughs> and there is a whole oh. website dedicated to people taking pictures of it. Oh, no. Oh, my, <laughs> come on. Oh, my God. No. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> It's oh, the internet. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, Jay, uh, glad to have you back. You were not going to be on this episode uh, because uh, we were supposed to record it while you were gone. Uh, right, right. And our, our special guest uh, was also gone due to uh, Spirit Airlines. But uh, we're glad you're here. Tess Acampello, mm-hmm. we tried to do this a couple of weeks ago because it was going to coincide with uh, the Olympics. We just had the 2020, I guess, 2021 Olympics. Uh, I'm not sure if any of you guys were watching that. Oh, thumbs down from Joe, but uh, I don't care. I see through it all. I still had a good time. Still uh, cheered and laughed and cried all those two weeks watching some of my favorite Olympic sports. We had yet to talk about sports games on this podcast. Uh, it is a, a huge glaring omission because it's a big uh, genre of, of video games. Gosh, ever since the beginning, uh, which I'm sure we will talk about. Um, and Tess, you proclaimed way back on that first episode of 16-Bit Gladiators yeah. that... Uh, Usually, most of the games you play are sports games. And uh, call me when you do a sports game episode. So here we are. Yeah. Here we ring, are. motherfucker. I was like, can't believe you guys, you know, you've been so just disrespectful with sports games on this <laughs> on this podcast. It's like not a golf game, not even a wrestling game. You know, that's a sport. We'll have some of well. those. Yeah, st- stick <laughs> around. Entertainment. Stick around, dear listener. You'll hear some of those uh, sports on this here episode of the 16-Bit Gladiators. That's right. This is our video game-themed podcast right here on the Next Wave Radio Network. Uh, I am your co-host, Joel, joined every week by uh, J- when he's not in Disney World, joined by Jay Gunn. Hello, Jay. Hello. Uh, usually, most of the time, with uh, Joe Cucinati as well, the real star of the show. Let's get it on. <laughs> and uh, once again, gracing us with his uh, oral presence. Uh, Tess it's Tess. <laughs> there you go. Who you'll recognize from uh, the last season of uh, our movie podcast, The Editing Bay, uh, where he. I kind of like to think of Tess as um, you know how in the '80s when there was like a sitcom and it was like a, a family, you know, mother, father, and maybe a son or a daughter, or whatever. And then the kids start to, to grow up. Urkel? Yeah, he's, no, Urkel? he's not. No, no, no. He's not the Urkel. <laughs> Did I do that? <laughs> oh but uh, he's definitely the uh, the Raven Simone. Uh, to our Cosby show because uh, right in that last season when Rudy was getting too old, Rudy, Rudy got too old. She wasn't cute anymore, so they had I'm to bring. A, that's right. You had to bring another cute kid on. Which one of us is Bill? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, yeah, that's a debate. Yeah, which one? Yeah, which one of you guys is Bill? <laughs> Taking it very personally. Uh, but yeah, uh, so uh, you, you you kind of uh, had bad timing there. Uh, again, just like your Spirit Airline, n- none of your fault. But uh, that was yeah. our last season of the editing bay. Hopefully uh, the trend will not continue and the, this podcast will go on despite your curse. But we're bringing you back to uh, yeah. talk some video games, talk some sports games on this here podcast. Um, let me get the plugs out of the way. Uh, if you want to follow us uh, on Facebook, you can do that. We have a Facebook page, 16-Bit Gladiators. Also on Twitter, you want to follow us there, you can do it. At 16-Bit Gladiators. And if you can't remember any of that, we'll just remember our website, 16BitGladiators.com, where we have links to all the aforementioned social networks, uh, as well as episodes and little handy links where you can subscribe to this here show right there on 16BitGladiators.com. All right. Gotten that preamble out of the way. Uh, Before we dive in to the topic du jour, which is sports games, uh, a couple more things. All right. So we got Jay's Disney trip out of the way. Uh, before we started rolling here, 
Jay said, uh, was talking about, he was lamenting all of the things he'd missed while he was gone. Uh, one of those things being the first episode of Marvel's What If on Disney Plus, which uh, oh. I, I caught over the weekend. I knew a new one dropped today, which I haven't seen yet. Bozeman exactly, but I, was. I hear it's equally as good uh, as that first one. And uh, yeah, the wife and I really dug the uh, Captain Carter inaugural episode. What say you? It was good, man. It's really good. And I mean, I was always a fan of the What If comic line. Mm. Like, those comics are great. Like, I, I'm, anytime a, a franchise does something like that, where it's like, here's an alternate version of what could have happened, uh, I'm a sucker for it. Mm-hmm. The Marvel ones were great. There was a Star mm-hmm. Wars series of comics called Infinite or Infinities. Yeah. Where it was like the stories went different than how they were in the movies. Like, love those. Eat those up. So, yeah, the, the show really captures the spirit of that. And also, like, to to bring in the actors from the films, yes. to rep- most of the actors from the films yeah. to reprise mm-hmm. those roles, I think is a great idea, especially as we're ramping into the the multiverse storylines mm-hmm. in the films. Mm-hmm. Yeah, noticeably missing was uh, curmudgeonly Tommy Lee Jones, uh, <laughs> replaced by Bradley Whitford of all people. Yeah. Thought it was odd. Great oh. performance though. Yeah, absolutely. So explain explain the show a little bit more for me, because only <laughs> only new show I knew was about to start is I'm waiting for Shang Chi. That's the next one. Well, Sang Chai, my bad. <laughs> uh, okay. So, so what if is, and the, the comics were the same way. It was like, what if something went different? Like, what if there was like a, one of these little things that happened in the comics? What if something went the other way? Like one of my favorite mm-hmm. of the comics is called uh, what if Wolverine was an agent of shield. Oh. And it was this Ooh. whole thing about like, mm-hmm. instead of the X-Men, when Wolverine was an agent of Alpha Flight, like Shield came over and like recruited him. Or there's another one that's like, what if Spider-Man, the first issue, what if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four? And in the first issue of Amazing Fantasy, Spider-Man goes to visit the Fantastic Four. Actually, I think it's the first issue of Amazing Spider-Man. He goes to mm. see the Fantastic Four and offers to join their team mm. because he's a superhero. Well, they tell him, no, we're good. You know, we've got our team. We're okay. And they, they send him on his way. There's already four but of this- us. This comic kind of goes, it, it explores like, what if they said yes? Mm. And oh, wow. he became part of the team Fantastic and he was part of the five. Fantastic Five. Yeah. Oh, so, wow. Nice. So that's kind of what's happening here. And the first, the first episode was, uh, what if uh, Peggy Carter became the super soldier? Mm-hmm. So what happens, mm-hmm. like, while Steve, Steve Rogers is supposed to go into the, uh, the chamber to become the super soldier or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, there's an attack. The attack happens early. She decides to stay down on the floor instead of going up into the gallery. And, uh, because she stays down on the floor, she's able to kind of get involved in like, you know, the fight earlier on. And oh, wow. like the, the bad guy kind of blows the chamber. Steve gets shot. And so she gets into the chamber and before, you know, everything, the, the, the experimentation is like ruined or whatever. Uh, she gets in the chamber and becomes the super soldier. And it's, it's awesome. Oh, oh wow. nice. nice. I've got to watch that. Oh yeah. And, and really impressed what they did with the, uh, the writing is pretty good. Uh, and they didn't try to, they really tried to condense a lot of story into a 30-minute episode, which is nice because yeah. it's like we all know the beats. We don't want to see everything uh, in real time over again. But uh, they took kind of the more important beats, had a little twist on it. And I love that we still got to see – or I was going to call him Chris Evans <laughs> – Steve Rogers <laughs> and uh, Peggy Carter kind of team up and, and uh, do things a little differently, not to, not to yeah. spoil anything. But on top and, of yeah, that – Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything either, but that, that mm-hmm. ending that echoes kind of what happened in the in the yeah. original movie was really nice. I could almost see them uh, kind of making a series of just that character and kind of taking her through uh, 
through time, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, w- w- one more thing I was really impressed by was the art style because I'd, I'd seen the yes. trailer, uh, yes. but didn't really realize until I was watching it. They're doing a really cool. Um, uh, it's a merging of two D like. Um, Map paintings that make up the uh-huh. background for the most part, but all the characters and some of the vehicles and things are built in, they're modeled in 3D, but it's kind of yeah. that cell shaded 3D. Like if you look at it in still frames, yeah. it looks kind of hand drawn, but then you know, uh-huh. you, the way you see it animated, you can tell it's very three dimensional. It, it evokes mm-hmm. that feeling of reading the comics. It's mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. I was really impressed with that. So yeah, looking forward to the next episode uh, and all episodes of Marvel's What If. All right, we got that out of the way. While we're still on uh, uh, comic books, let's talk about uh, Suicide Squad. I think uh, three-fourths of us at least saw the new Suicide Squad on HBO Max. Tess, when you were in D.C., did you catch it? I did. It was good. Then we've all seen it, right, Jay? Excellent. Yep. All right. Uh, Well, Jay, you seemed very confident that we were all on the same page and enjoyed it. It sounds (laughs) like you liked it quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I I, I even texted, like, fucking uh what was it i said something like james gunn that's that's how you do it yeah you know yeah. it's like damn so good so good i you know me and joe went and saw the 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 first suicide squad oh, and it was God. like oh yeah we did it on our uh, editing bay podcast that's right. <laughs> yeah yeah and it, it, i mean for the most part is like i'm glad it was only like at the dollar movie or two dollar movie whatever it was <laughs> and i fell asleep, I yeah, fell asleep. Yeah. oh yeah. wow the i tracks. turned to jay i was like Jay, did anything important happen while I was out? And he's like, no. 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 Yeah. Nope. Joe, what about you? But, uh, oh, I liked it. I liked it a lot. And you know what? It's kind of the same thing. That I'll say the same thing about this movie that I say about J.J. Abrams with The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. So many people are kind of getting on James Gunn's back about, like, rehashing what we've seen in Guardians of the Galaxy. And it did there's, kind there's, of feel that way. Well, yeah. there's a couple of things, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Suicide Squad in itself is kind of... similar to guardians of the galaxy so you're going to run into that also like this guy is kind of doing what jj abrams did with the force awakens and it's giving us something that we're familiar with something we liked it's Mm -hmm. not you know it it has some similar beats but it's not the Mm -hmm. same thing uh it's it's a really good movie and what he does so well he does a few things well. One of those things is bringing characters together and making you care about them in different ways. You know, I know it's all about like the family you choose, but like he's he makes he gives these movies that have no you you don't expect it to, but it has so much heart. Yeah. That yeah. like that you you can't help but kind of fall in love with it. But yeah. also one of the things that I love that he does is he has never forgotten his practical cheesy trauma roots. And he brings that (laughs) into play, especially in the third act of this film. It's like right there on display. And it, it's a benefit to the movie. It helps Mm -hmm. kind of make everything feel a little more tangible. You know, like it's sure it's so easy to lose yourself into a James Gunn movie. Yeah. Nicely said. That was very nicely said. It was a very uh, enjoyable movie. Like from the beginning of it, kind of like what Joe was saying, that he didn't have to go too much into explaining the story. It's funny, even she like when he when she got to the first uh, prisoner, she was letting go. She's like, "Yeah, you already know the deal," and not even have to go into, "Yeah, you do this, you you in the mission, and not rehash that too too much. Right. Just go into it, drop him straight straight into the mission." And from the beginning, there was just laughs and oh, just amazing. That scenery. is true, <laughs> John Cena, man. Oh my god. <laughs> 
the John whole Cena, movie. I've seen people say this is uh, maybe John Cena's best performance, and I, I, I can't disagree with that. Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah. might be, yeah. might be. All right, well then, allow me to be the uh, the lone dissenter here because I, I did not enjoy it as much as you guys did. Uh, wanted to, expected what? to. Now, I will say it's a it is a good movie. It is above average, especially as far as uh, comic book movies go. Uh, as far as DC comic damn, movies, well, yeah. yeah, probably if not the second best, eh, there's a case to be made. It's 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 the best one. I don't know. I still like. Um, hmm. I like Shazam more. To be uh, very Shazam's honest, Shazam's pretty like good. Shazam. Yeah. Shazam was a good one. Shazam was great. Yeah. Uh, what's the other one I'm thinking of? Uh, Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman's okay. Um, maybe, not not eighty four. Watchmen. Didn't see that. Watch. Yeah, there's <laughs> a case to be made. Watchmen. Uh, this one, uh, yes, right out of the gate. Uh, I love what it was doing. It was subverting expectations. Uh, super gory. Um, just yeah. hard R. Almost almost into X territory in some ways. Uh, or or, or NC seventeen. I guess is what we call it nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, but man. I kind of found myself like Joe. You were talking about you know have him endearing you to the characters. I can't say I enjoyed any of the characters as much as I did any of the Guardians of the Galaxy, especially from that first movie. I think that's no, probably his best it's, one. It's different, and also yeah. what I Not think. The I weasel. Think you, I think you hit it on the head, though, Joel. <laughs> I do like the weasel. <laughs> this movie. This movie has an element of like visceral violence mm-hmm. and language that Guardians doesn't have. Yeah. Marvel. Marvel is so protective of the yeah. IP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like DC, and I hate to say it because I really did enjoy the movie, but there was kind of an, an element of, well, fuck it, do whatever you do because apparently whatever you do, people like. And yeah. you got to rein in a director like James Gunn in a way. Yeah. I mean, he made a great movie, but I think if someone wrangled him the right way, mm-hmm. it, there would have been something I think that would have been, it would have had kind of a more universal appeal, like yeah. what mm-hmm. you were looking for. And, and I'm not even. Uh, sad that it's like turning some people off. If this is your thing, like I, I want them to be able to make it. Uh, it just felt unnecessary, and, and yes, doing it because they could, uh, not yeah. necessarily because they should. And then also, um, you know, when you break it down from a story standpoint, so the characters are kind of like eh, I, I kind of felt everything was a little manufactured, like the rat catcher story and the father uh, felt a little too heartstring pulling. Yeah, yeah. I, I never it. really connected with uh, um, uh, Idris Elba's character and his daughter. Well, like that story well, felt a little. Uh, predictable to me it, well also it's hard to to sympathize with a character who spends the first like four minutes of a movie telling his daughter to go fuck herself <laughs> yeah that's right yeah. Ah, i thought that, that was kind of cute that was hilarious that was kind of cute. <laughs> I, I love that scene yeah. that's, that's a real relationship daddy daughter scene exactly yeah. it's daddy daughter it's real. Day. It's it's real. real. Oh, great! Not just the people going, but it just felt. Uh, I, I I found myself watching it, um, and, and I had had this thought, you know, before um, Guardians of the Galaxy came out, before Deadpool came out. You see Deadpool, and you're like, oh man, I didn't know a superhero movie could be R-rated and be this funny, uh, and so that was kind of new. Guardians of the Galaxy was like, I didn't know, like I I didn't care that we had these crazy char- like characters, you know, a talking raccoon and a, a, a huge tree that can walk. Um, you you buy into it, uh-huh. and this one I, I I was sitting there and I was thinking, man, okay, this is I always wondered how far can we go. This is how far we can go. Like yeah. this is almost too far for me. He doesn't even <laughs> try, and I guess you know, test to your point, it was nice to not have to rehash the backstory. Yeah. Like we don't need origin stories for everybody, even though we kind of get a few of them. But uh, for I don't know, for me, it wasn't enough, and. They wanted me to care about the characters more than I did. And, and then even the subplot at the end, the 
spoiler, but uh, with, with John Cena, where, like, how many times have we seen that in a movie? Oh, there's this hard drive, and it's going to get out. We have to stop it from getting... The, the story overall, um, not so it's much... cliche. The, it's a little yeah, cliche. Yeah. Even, yeah. As it's cliche just, as a movie with a, a giant starfish can be. It's all fair criticism. Yeah. It's all very fair yeah. criticism. That's yeah. just my takeaway. I, I wanted to love it more than I did. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, good. It's, and it, it's fair it takes all kinds. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Um, we should get into video games at some point in this podcast. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I know, right? Because I've, like, I've, I've seen like two other movies I'd love to talk <laughs> yeah. about. It's like, no, this isn't anything. Let's get into this. <laughs> Let, let's do it. Uh, and maybe we'll save one more uh, for the end. Stick around at the end if you want to hear us talk about Star Wars Visions in that trailer. But for now, let's get or, into... Or Snake Eyes, the G.I. Joe origin story. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious about that. We'll see. Or Dude Bro. <laughs> the Dude Bro Party Massacre Part 3. No, we're cutting that part out. Cut that part out. But uh, so here we go. Let's do it. This has been a long time coming. Let's talk about some sports video games. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, you know how we do it. We've all got a short list of some of our, I don't want to say favorite, but I'll say noteworthy uh, video games that uh, fall into the sports category. We'll go round robin uh, from the top of our list, and we'll just talk about uh, some uh, infamous sports video games. I'm going to start with our, uh, our lovely guest here, Tess. Tess, what do you got uh, to start the list of sports games? Okay, um, to start my list off of, I'm going to go with Madden. That's my go-to number one game that when I think back to video games and especially Mm -hmm. sports games, I've had them back since like 95 on the Sega. That was the first Madden I can remember playing. And I've had every single one since (laughs) 2003. Wow. And the new men's actually coming out in a day from now with Tom Brady and Pat Mahomes on the cover. Nice. I'm nice. Gonna it. I'm going to get that one. I was going to ask which Madden, but uh, you're just calling out the whole franchise, right? Is there a favorite? The whole, the, my favorite one probably would be Madden 07 with Michael Vick when he was the fastest person. And I know that's probably going to get a lot. When of, we still liked him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when, yeah, when we liked him, when he, when he was the guy back then. Before he was playing a different sport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> i was like yeah did, i was like did you guys ever play any of the Maddens? do you remember any yes. of them yeah definitely some of the the, uh, the older ones oh, yeah. and and especially yeah. that, that one on genesis you're talking about okay okay genesis yes yeah, we did um when i worked for the eagle we did a release party for madden 03 or madden 04 Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, and we basically went to like a, a Best Buy and like played against listeners and stuff. It was it was fun. I was horrible at it. I love yep. the idea of Madden. I always mm-hmm. want to get Madden. Like I want to be good at it, and I'm never good at it. Yeah. But see that that was back when all the soundtracks were great though too. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. But yeah, that's my first game to start off with. There you go. Yes. Got to start big. All right, nice. Joe. You know, I'm not going to belabor the point. Let's move on to you. Okay, um, so the big, the first sports game I really dug uh, was on the NES. Mm-hmm. It was this uh, game about a bunch of robots playing baseball against each other yes. called Space Wars. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. And the cool thing about this game is like you know you, they're playing against each other, and like anytime you try to tag a robot out, it like turned into like a Street Fighter kind of thing where like you you battled it out, and whoever won basically got the right to either stay safe on base mm-hmm. or they were out. Uh, I, I loved this game. I got so into it. Uh, it at one point I was unbeatable, like Ooh. either against people or the computer. I was so unbeatable oh, wow. with this game. I tried playing it again two days ago and got my ass thoroughly. <laughs> <kicked>. <laughs> 
was this by the <laughs> but, uh, computer or yes yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah uh but but still still a fun time man a really good time man if you've got an nes or if you've got an emulator i would say try to find this thing uh, mm. because it's it still stands up man i remember that one it's like rock'em sock'em football mm-hmm. baseball <laughs> baseball it's the baseball <laughs> But actually, it's in, it's in the title, Base Wars. Didn't they make a Didn't they make a football really? version of that though? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, it was like a whole like cyber. It, I can't remember what the the subtitle was, yeah. but it's like a cyber sports series or whatever. So they had Base Wars. They had a football wars. one. Yeah, they football had a wars. basketball one. <laughs> Ball wars. What was that one called? Basket wars. Basket wars. Ball wars. Ball wars. <laughs> nice man. I remember that one. I love that one. Yeah. All right, Jay. Follow it up, buddy. What do you got? All right. <clears throat> well, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with SSX. Yes. Uh, snowboarding game. SSX. Oh. like what? My bad. That's that's my favorite sport. What system was that on? Can I play that? VR. Simulate. <laughs> oh, Misty Tess. But yeah, yeah, SSX. That's um, you know, it's it's a, it's not like a legitimate sports game, I guess. Technically, it's more of an arcadey. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it's more arcadey than it is. Yeah. You're talking uh, about the like, presentation, like, right, right, right. Well, and like Sean White, sport. It's like right, right. You're White. doing yeah. a sport. It's sport. It's kind of like yeah. when we did the Disney podcast, and I talked exactly. about Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. And Joel's like, that's not a video game, though. And I'm like, what? Get the. What? It's a... <laughs> Is it interactive? Is it on a video screen? Mm-hmm. Do you play mm-hmm. it? Can you win or lose? Video game. All right. Sorry. Fair enough. I had that axe to grind for like three weeks. Oh, no. <laughs> really holding back. <laughs> Go ahead, Jay. The floor is yours. But yeah, I mean, it was it was one of those ones that, you know, it came out. There was like this wave of things like the Sean Whites and there was like 1080 mm-hmm. snowboarding yeah. and. Uh, there was some there were some other snowboard ones that was kids. yeah snowboard kids there yeah. was like six or seven different snowboard games and then ssx comes out and i'm just like i'm so burnt out on fucking snowboard games mm-hmm. and i think it was joe and this wasn't until tricky it was ssx tricky yeah. came out and and joe's like dude we got to get this game That's and uh and we start playing it on on the gamecube and you know that 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 that, that run dmc that that set the mood for the whole game and then suddenly i'm like oh no this is a fun fucking game i'm nice since i've gone in and and i've gotten basically every one of them that's come out since and and i went back and got all the originals too because it was that that one game like changed my whole perspective on on this on the on the snowboard wow. genre of games, yeah, that's snowboard. a good one. One of my favorites too. And I'm uh, I'm not even really a huge sports games fan, as you'll probably mm-hmm. tell from my list. Uh, but that was also <laughs> on my list because it was a little a little more arcadey, a little more accessible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think that's kind of what for me makes a good sports game. Like uh, as somebody who's not traditionally into, you know, I'm not looking for a sports sim. I'm not looking for. Uh, you know the, right. the Gran Turismo of football games. Like I'm, I want uh, something a little more, um, you know, cartoony. Um, and actually, that that kind of brings me to the first one on my list, uh, which is NBA Jam. For uh, nice. basically oh, every nice. fucking system, 
and arcade mm-hmm. is the first place I played it, uh, NBA mm-hmm. Jam, where it wasn't traditional, you know, what is what is what is basketball? 10 on 10, 11 yeah. on 11? 5 on 5. 5 on 5. <laughs> there you go. 11 on 11. I don't know. I don't That's know. football. There, there seems like there's a lot of people on that on that basketball court when they're out there. 5 on 5. That sounds right. Just trying to imagine 22 guys out there. <laughs> like, Jesus. But they, they still have the way. <laughs> That'd be a completely different game, wouldn't it? <laughs> Swimming and people. Uh, but 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 this one really pared it down. It was it was two on two, right? Um, yep. And in some way, mm-hmm. I think you could even do one on one if there were just two people playing. Um, but no, you, I guess you always had two people, didn't you? Because you had somebody to pass to. Uh, but yeah. The, the, yeah. the characters were totally exaggerated and kind of caricatures of themselves. That big head, they kind of look like bobbleheads, right? Their heads are just slightly larger than their bodies. They're doing these crazy aerial moves. Uh, you know, they just kind of take the shit Michael Jordan was doing. Back in the '90s, and just cranked it up to eleven. Yeah, uh, and then on top of that, they th- like you could like catch on fire, literally uh, mm-hmm. running around mm-hmm. and just making baskets. Uh, and then they always they added some like unlockable characters. Right? I remember you could play as Bill Clinton because who didn't love Bill Clinton uh, pre Monica Lewinsky in uh, the late '90s? Uh, yeah, no NBA Jam. You guys play that one? Yes. Oh yeah, indeed. Oh, yep. oh I've s- still got my uh, SNES cart of that one. And awesome. pop that in every now and then. So that was a favorite of mine. Well, there you go. We've done what? Uh, football, baseball, uh, some snowboarding, and now snowboarding. Uh, basketball. Basketball. All right, Tess. What uh, what sport do you have next on your list? Okay. Okay. Well, you know, I teased it a little earlier mm-hmm. talking about it. I was going to talk about basketball right out the gate, but you know what? Uh-oh. I'm going to now go into pivot. pivot wrestling a little bit of wrestling, and I'm going to tell <laughs> oh, you yeah. about a game Mother called fuck. SmackDown versus Raw. 2007. Nice. Ooh. Joe, do you know, know this you guys, one? You remember this one, Joe? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, man. So I remember getting my ass kicked multiple times by both of my <laughs> older brothers, you know, but still, <laughs> but still, I love this game so much because I'm a Shawn Michaels guy. That's my favorite wrestler of all time. And my brothers, they love The Rock and uh, Stone Cold. But I remember just the countless battles that we had and me just coming and punching and trying to beat the shit out of them while they would fight each other at the end. But then <laughs> So that's what that's what that's one of my favorite games right there. SmackDown versus Raw two thousand and seven. There's a video on YouTube of Jay and I playing uh it was like we we were first trying to like dip our toes into streaming mm-hmm. and it was, i think it was wwe 2k7 or something like that or 2k10 <laughs> i think it was um, 2k10 yeah no you know what it was it was the year my mom passed away so it was 2k12 oh, um so we we videotaped ourselves or videotaped we recorded ourselves <laughs> or streamed ourselves playing like a, a match then we did like the royal rumble match 30 oh. 30 wrestlers oh and, wow. jesus and like whenever we played these wrestling games, we would always try to like get in at one and two, and we would just run the ring. <laughs> the like whole time. People come in, we would just run the ring and throw people out. And so, that, it, so there was this whole like element of we couldn't pick our our spots. So I think I started the match at number one. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Jay didn't show up until so like number 30? twenty. Yeah, oh, I was like nice. way and way late, way late. <laughs> so. Nice. Like, so we finally he finally gets in the ring and we start getting like our 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 groove in like we start throwing people out and mm-hmm. you start to kind of learn the the button mechanics of like kicking people out early. So there's something so funny about like a big guy like John Cena comes running to the ring. You grab him, turn him around, throw him right. <laughs> <back>. <laughs> 
so the best thing about this video is like at one point my my deceptive like evil ass turns on jay and then, <laughs> screw job and then he starts to he starts to kick my we're still not done with these other guys coming in and mm-hmm. he starts to kind of like fight me back or whatever kind of throws me away kind of walks off and another wrestler comes in and starts like messing me up <laughs> and he starts trying to throw me out and i'm like help me Jay. Jay's like, like, uh-uh. uh-uh. <laughs> fuck, fuck you dog <laughs> so i managed to i managed to not get eliminated get back into this thing fight and then it's finally he and i against each other at the very end and karma did not work out the way it probably should have Uh, i ended up up beating you still still won oh man it's legendary from first from first to last bro that's how you do it joe To turn on my best friend and then... hey, man. hey man, hey man, Jay knew Jay knew the risk. <laughs> you accept it when you get into the ring. That's all right. You step in that ring, man. So one of the things they do, and I think they did it in Raw versus SmackDown, was like your characters had taunts. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. So there'd be like two different taunts. Like there's just like a pose, and then it's like dancing around or something. <laughs> and then I think there's a way you can like use another player's taunts against them too. Ooh. So like yeah. there, there, there's probably in the course of this hour long video, there's probably twenty minutes of Jay and I just like taunting and like posing <laughs> and while the while the computers like fighting each other. It's just me and Joe yeah, on the side of the ring, just doing our taunts. Suck it. It's one of the coolest things about these wrestling games, Tess. I'm glad you brought that up. That's like the uh, the real world equivalent of like hold me back, bro. Hold me back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's good stuff. Oh my God, Joe, uh, you probably had another wrestling game on your list, but uh, I, I do, but I don't want to talk about yeah, that yet. Uh, I want to mm. piggyback off of what you were talking about with NBA Jam. Mm. They made a Looney Tunes version mm-hmm. of it called mm-hmm. Looney Tunes B Ball on the SNES. Mm. And uh, I don't know that one. It's outstanding. It came out in 1994. So obviously, while they were developing Space Jam, mm-hmm. they made this game, and it's like the thing about it is. It's really good. It is, yeah. It's incredible. And so you're just going in, you're playing, you pick your two favorite Looney Tunes characters, and you go at it. And just like NBA Jam, there's different power-ups. It's it's a really good time. Looney Tunes B-Ball, man, on the SNES. Now, was this before Space Jam? This had to have been after. Yeah, like I said, it it came out in 94, which is two years before Space Jam. Yeah, So they were obviously developing Space Jam at the time. Yeah, interesting that they didn't want to tie it in more. Was there ever a Space Jam game? There must have been. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think remember there was. One. Yeah, I don't think there was. Well, missed a branding opportunity, but maybe uh, staying away from that stinker of a movie was uh, <laughs> did this game a little bit of favors because that does sound fun. Wow. Whereas the Space Jam movie was not. Hey, and you guys see the uh, the the new one with LeBron? Yes, have not seen it. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. is it? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's you know, it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as good as- it's not as good as the first. Oh, of yeah. course it's not as good as the first one. That one had the goat in it. <laughs> yeah, Bill Murray. That's right. Exactly. I mean, this one did have Michael B. Jordan in it. Dude, oh, that's, that's right. It's really funny. It has that's a Michael Jordan in it. Um, what's better, Suicide Squad or uh, LeBron Space Jam? Suicide Squad, no. definitely. Yeah, Suicide Squad. Definitely. Wow. Wow. Tough one. I was like, the acting was much better in Suicide Squad than in LeBron's. I was like, LeBron's best acting was when he was animated. <laughs> 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 
All right. Oh, man. Won't be seeing that movie anytime soon. But we'll be playing uh, the Looney Tunes uh, basketball game. That does sound yeah, fun. Yeah, dude. It's it's good. If you can ever, if you can find it, man, check mm-hmm. it out. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Moving on. Jay, what do you got for us next, Mike? All right. So <clears throat> I guess keeping with the with the theme here of the, the cartoon uh, sports games Ooh. going on, I'm going to go with the Mario sports. Like, there there, there's several of them, mm-hmm. but I think I'm going to go with the soccer. Oh, um, I haven't played that the one. Super Strikers came out. I think the first one was on GameCube. Yes, and uh, it, that was that was one of the ones. Like you know, I I had played uh, some of the earlier like uh, pro pro evolution soccer mm-hmm. games that mm-hmm. were out there. And going back to your thing, it's like it's too simmy. Like I, I don't, yeah. I, I can't do the I can't do the sim sports games so much. But I, I love my my more arcadey fun ones. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to say that. The stuff like the Looney Tunes B-Ball and, uh, and uh, NBA Jam, I think those are really what kind of inspired these Mario sports games because they yeah. have all those power-ups like that where you, where you can right. you know you can set the ball on fire and and ping it across the screen or bounce it off walls and have it like ricochet around and it's like completely legit you know. Um, but yeah, no, no, Super Strikers, fucking fucking great, great game. Yeah. I hear a lot of people like that one. Haven't played it myself, but I like the look of it. And yeah, um, I think all of those Mario games is where they've just taken normal banal sports and uh, put the characters in them, added some power ups, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, made it a little more accessible. They're all fairly mm-hmm. successful in my eyes. Joe, they, they do they do such a great job with it because like like I don't give a fuck about tennis or <laughs> no. golf yep. or yep. soccer, I know. but like the Mario games have made them so fun. So to play. fun. Yeah. When, yeah. when they announced that Mario Golf game. Uh, earlier this summer, and you guys were like, "Yeah, Please I'm switch. into that." Hell I'm really yeah. surprised because, yeah, I'm the same way. I don't care about golf, but uh, I gotta admit, I watch a trailer, and it does look fun. Oh, oh yeah, Mario golf. That's yeah, exactly. right. You put Mario exactly. in. It. Yeah, <laughs> it makes everything better. Well, uh, in keeping with, let's see, I don't think Mario was in this game, even though it's a Nintendo game, uh, and it sold, I want to say, hundreds of millions of copies. Uh, which one are you going with? The way they were able to do that is by pairing it with. Uh, this newfangled Nintendo system with a, a new way of controlling uh, in the form of the Wiimote. That's right. Mm. I'm talking about Wii Sports, the pack-in game for uh, every Nintendo Wii sold uh, for the first few years there, I think. Um, I mean, yeah. and in a lot of ways, I, I, mean, I mean, I know some people who bought the Nintendo Wii, had this game, and didn't use it for anything else. I'm sure there yep. are uh, old homes oh, wh- across the yep. nation uh, where they, these were pre-installed. That was pre- Yeah, that was it. To yep. allow yeah. uh, people to do a little w- bit of Wii bowling. And for my money, that oh, was yeah. my favorite sport in Wii sports, oh, yeah. the Wii bowling. That one holds up. Uh, last summer when uh, quarantine, when we were all quarantining for the first time, uh, we were getting a little, a little stir-crazy, a little bit of cabin fever because we hadn't been to an arcade in a while. Uh, well, we put on some Wii Sports on the projector screen in the uh, living nice. room, moved all the furniture out of the way, uh, mm. and, and did some real-world bowling. And uh, it, it, It's not quite a one-for-one, one, but, uh, man, it's such a good feeling. Once it's you get the controls down, put a little spin on it. You get the spin on it. You can put the English on it, just like in yeah, real, yeah. Uh, real bowling. <laughs> yeah. Those two so semesters it, that I took in college really came in handy playing Wii Sports <laughs> bowling. In 2009, I brought my Wii to Rochester when I was going to go visit my father. We went to, I think, the last game in old Yankee Stadium. But I brought my Wii because he's a big golfer, loves playing golf. Oh, that too. Um, And so we we played through, and he's, okay, so he's, 
he's very proud of his golfing prowess too. Like he's proud of his game. So Gotta we be. picked up the Wii and we played Wii golf and I fucking spanked him. Like, I <laughs> <laughs> and he got like increasingly angry as Whoa. we were playing <laughs> to the point where like, like he, he would like, he would swing and he would like, he, he'd come in like two over par uh-huh. and I would just like, I would like birdie, like whatever. Yeah. I'd birdie the hole. Uh-huh. And this dude, my father would turn to me and call me the derogatory F word for a homosexual. Oh, oh my God. God. Who took it there, huh? He got so pissed. Your dad is why they invented the wrist straps. And wow. you can't play a Wii game without uh, watching that 10-second warning about put your wrist strap on so you don't That's fucking hilarious. throw your controller in anger. You should have been... I've That's never hilarious. heard him use this word before in my life. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a, An That's unintended so consequence. You should have been like, I'm Joe Senior now. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. But I, I am Joe Senior now. But no, I'm glad I'm glad you brought this one up, Joe, because we sports like I don't think I don't think any discussion about sports video games can be had without bringing this one up. Mm-hmm. And it was so That's it's nice. such yeah. uh I mean, Tess, how old were you when that Nintendo Wii came out? Oh man, uh, I was like, I want to say I was like 14, yeah. 15. It was young, and I was I wanted to get a Wii because of it, exactly just because of this game, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. it uh, it it uh, permeated pop culture, and uh, people who didn't play video games normally were now playing uh, Wii Sports, and uh, yeah, introduced a whole new generation to to video gaming and a new style of video gaming to uh, yep. us, us yep. oldies. Mm-hmm. I, I remember, <laughs> I remember being like. Uh, on forums and stuff at the time when like when the when the we first got announced because there was oh, yeah. all this speculation going around about it being you know dolphin and you know there there was all this thing and then they come out and they announce it and they show off the the system and everybody's freaking out they're like oh this is great this is gonna be great and then they show off the controller mm-hmm. and suddenly everybody's like what the fuck oh, yes <laughs> <laughs> what what and the, the <laughs> nintendo revolution was what the yeah, Wii that's was. Right, the revolution called, yeah good. You know, everybody's shitting on this thing because of this controller. And then they finally show gameplay of, like, of Wii Sports. And then suddenly, you know, it's like the hardcore gamers are like, ah, oh, fuck this. This is stupid. <laughs> but my mind goes to, holy shit, that's awesome. Yes. And when are we going to get a lightsaber game? Yes, I know. We will. Oh, wow. Answer, never. We would never, never. get exactly. a lightsaber exactly. game on the Nintendo Wii, sadly. Yeah. Um, I don't know that they've made good promise yeah well yeah yeah you got that <laughs> you got donkey conga which will be uh <laughs> talked yeah, about in that. a future episode to you really yeah <laughs> stick around uh next week where we'll we'll be talking about that uh but yeah uh, man Nintendo live on the stream Ooh, <laughs> there you go <laughs> not sure if that's a promise or a threat but either way <laughs> stick around to see and or hear that uh all right good well let's see was that mine that was mine all right so i'm gonna throw it back to our guest tess what do you got next on your sports game list Okay, well, my next one, going back in the realm of football or whatever, mm-hmm. this is one that I played on the N64. This is Blitz 2000. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was basically... of football. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's, yep. that's the best way you can, ex- you can explain it. Big uh, size head characters. Their bodies were crazy. And you could actually tackle people and then jump on them. It was, ama- <laughs> it was amazing. 
Oh, and it was also funny because before the game too, you could put in little codes to where it would um it would give you like special things in the games. So if you knew what to do, you can get like small heads. You can get small heads, <laughs> big bodies, or like big bodies, small heads, and then also like super fast characters. So oh, uh, Blitz two thousand, nice. They built the mods right into the game. I like it. Yeah, that that was actually that was actually one of the games that I got right on my N sixty four. You know, you know how I messed up with Smash Brothers. You know, I got it back with. Yeah, when you when you said Nintendo sixty four, I was a little worried because uh, the the number of good games on that system is <laughs> in the double digits, but not quite very close. Yeah, yeah. I think they had it in an arcade. If I'm not mistaken, I think like, so. Somewhere. Yeah, I remember playing. Yep, it. I think so. Yeah. That would not surprise me because that's where NBA Jam kind of got its notoriety. So mm-hmm. smart move mm-hmm. on them. All right. Good pick. Joe, moving on to you, buddy. Um, okay. Dude, I'm kind of split over which ones I want to do next. Uh, uh, you know what? I've already done the NES, uh, so I'm going to move on to GameCube and Xbox kind of respectively. Mm. I'm going to do two games because they're kind of sort of the same thing. Uh there's doa beach volleyball <laughs> yes but also mm. beach spikers for the gamecube Ooh. and Ooh. and so like these games not only do they feature sexy bikini clad women mm-hmm. but the the volleyball gameplay is super fucking solid yeah. on yeah. both mm. of these games yeah um tess I, I i had brought the gamecube up to work like probably a couple of months ago and we yeah. played beach spikers against each other yeah uh, in fact Tess and I will play sports games actually fairly often. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Work. I'll bring in like the the Atari Classic or whatever. Oh, we'll, we go through. We mm-hmm. play like all the baseball games, all the sports games on it. I get to see yeah. his childhood. Yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> it's so awesome. <laughs> it's pretty good. And it's, it's, it's pretty. It's pretty great to go down history yeah. like that. By the way, Tess is a fucking beast at Atari bowling. Just so you yeah, know. Yeah. 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 He is really good at that. I, I was like, but Joe killed me at uh, everything else, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we um, there's a game on the NES called uh, Pro Wrestling, and it's got like characters oh, like Starman yeah. and the Amazon and like all this stuff. So we had like a round robin of sorts kind of going on in the office, mm-hmm. and our boss Jason uh, has like had this unbeaten like ten year streak as this character, the Amazon. So. And I broke the shit out of oh, no. <laughs> hell, hell yeah, he did. <laughs> I was really proud of that. But that has nothing to do with DOA <laughs> Beach Volleyball yeah. and Beach Spikers. So obviously DOA Beach Volleyball, it's all the characters from Dead or Alive. Yeah. And they're just kind of hanging out on a beach. They kind of try to give it a story. And Beach Spikers, it's kind of like they just they just distill it down to just the volleyball. So if I'm going to recommend them, the DOA beach volleyball for Xbox beach spikers on the GameCube, you can't go wrong uh, there. It's, it, it's, it sounds great. It looks great, but it plays super fucking sweet. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it's, it's a good time. I mean, they're in there, you know, going back to the, how solid the gameplay is. It's like you, you, you get drawn into them because of, the, the visuals yeah it's the it's the total fan service and yeah. you're thinking the gameplay is going to be shit but at least it's good to look at yeah but it's legitimately like good gameplay too yeah that and, and the jiggle physics don't expect it yeah <laughs> jiggle it's, physics definitely on the on the doa for yes. sure it's like it's like doa beach volleyball is it's uh what, what would you call it it's portal to doa's half-life basically yeah <laughs> Ooh, yeah obviously the, the guys that were making doa were like Let's just make them jiggle around and play volleyball. Oh, wait a minute. This is pretty fucking good. 
we just keep <laughs> release a game of this. And they did. And they did. And, and, they, and, and a few sequels, right? I feel like that they keep, oh, yeah. franchise is yeah. around. Yeah. 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 And I think, you know, with the gameplay stuff, I think it's actually, as the series has gone on, the gameplay has gotten less about the about the volleyball because now it's more just like hit yeah. a button versus actually uh, trying to do things. It's too bad. Uh-huh. Well, um, and, and they focus more on the story. They've kind of zigged story. a little there because I bought the, um, there's a, a new DOA uh, extreme. Uh, God, what I can't remember what the full title is, but like they only released it in Japan. But if you buy the Japanese copy, it'll still play in your American uh, switch hmm. uh, because they're not region locked. Uh, mm-hmm. Switch games aren't, aren't region locked. And so I bought it, and I was hoping there would be volleyball on it. And there is a little bit, but it is kind of like mostly, let's now watch Kasumi mountain climb. Yeah. Ooh, and you can move the camera around and look <laughs> underneath her. There's and I'm kind of like, mode, all right. Sure. Or watch, here's, yeah. a, here's a game where you and another girl are trying to bounce your butts against each other uh-huh. to see who falls into a pool. Yep. And I was like, how could you take something that was so good? So pure. No, yeah. I mean, not, it wasn't just anything but pure. Yeah. But like, how do you take something that's so yeah. good and like go the route of fan service uh-huh. over what was solid gameplay? Yeah. yeah, and what kills me too, like when when they were bringing this to the PC, they they specifically said that they are forbidding any modding because mm-hmm. they don't want people to do like nude mods and things yeah. like that. Get your mind out of the gutters, kids. Yeah, yeah. and it's like seriously. Have you seen the game that you're putting out? <laughs> oh, well. Well, I mean, you know, hey, whatever gets uh, butts in the seats. No pun intended, but uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ha. Uh, all right. Ha. <laughs> 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 all right. Good pick. Jay, I believe we're moving on to you, yes? All right. Um, well, I am going to do uh, a little bit of a sim dive here Ooh. with uh some racing games uh, um and i guess i'll go with i guess i'll go with gran turismo yeah yeah uh, listen to our racing game podcast from a few months ago if you want to hear us do right. nothing but racing games so hopefully uh <laughs> this is a new one that we didn't mention on that podcast yeah um <laughs> Nick yes. Racing. i will say i will say there is one i was gonna go with gran turismo but now i will go oh, no. with um i'll go with dirt rally then this one mm. since that was one that uh, that i didn't mention um this one is it's basically you know you're familiar with rally racing you got mm-hmm. it's mostly off-road stuff mostly people driving way too fast on hills and mm-hmm. mountains and shit that you're like how is that even humanly possible um there's two dirt games there's the numbered series like dirt one through i think they just released five and then there's Dirt Rally 1 and 2. Mm. And the the Dirt games are more of the arcade style, whereas the Dirt Rally is more of the hardcore rally sim. And uh, I, I suck at this game so bad. <laughs> uh, I got my, my wheel, and I'm thinking, all right, I'll actually be able to play this game now because I can actually drive. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. I'm going to be able to do this. <laughs> nope. Nope. I am all over the fucking road. I'm all off the fucking <laughs> road. I can't steer for shit. It's like how, if this is supposed to be a simulation of actually driving one of these cars, 
how is it humanly possible? How does, how does anybody understand. do it in real life? <laughs> yeah, I do not understand it. <laughs> and then I'll flip over to like, you know, Dirt 3 or Dirt 4, and it's perfectly fine. And I'm hmm. going through no problem. And it's like, okay, that's that's obviously, you know, a result of it being the arcade game. And you can uh. actually play it without having to literally go through training and drive like a proper rally racer. Yeah, so, that's no yeah. fun. Nobody wants to do that. Yeah. Because once once you do start getting like a little bit more familiar with the you know with how to how to drive how to you know feather all the the, the throttle and mm-hmm. and heel toe all the, the for shifting and shit like that yeah 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 come on baby let's go dirt racing exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> once you once you start getting down, that down <laughs> uh, but you do you like you you legitimately start learning and improving and you get this you i don't know you get kind of that that sense of of uh, some sort of accomplishment out of it yeah. there is uh, something to yeah. be said for that a, a game with a a bit of a learning curve uh it, mm-hmm. it may not be as accessible easy to pick up uh but by the time you kind of master that that the feel of that particular sport um, yeah to mention another game that was in our racing episode uh wave race 64 for the yes. nintendo 64 is one of those where it seems impossible uh, but the more you play it, and the more you really kind of get those physics down, and uh, mm-hmm. it becomes like second nature. Good yep. pick, Jay. Yep. So uh, I tell you what, we're gonna go. Let's go. Let's go around the horn one more time, because um, I, uh, you know, we could go on forever, and we have talking about other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll go around the horn one more time, and then we'll end uh, on our guest one last time. How about that? Oh, you guys I... have at least one more to do. Oh, I've got like six. So oh yeah, shit. Got, okay, and I've then we'll do, then we'll do some honorable mentions as well. Uh, well then, uh, I'm going to go all the way back. I have refrained so far from doing an NES game, uh, but I am breaking that now because, uh... You're going to do the one that I had, oh, I bet. Ah, uh, probably not. Well, you, I tell you what, count of three. Let's say our game. Here we go. One, two, three. California games. Punch out. <laughs> <laughs> I knew somebody would have that. We'll, we'll yep, talk about Mike Tyson's too. punch out. Uh, but no, mine is California games, which, uh, I got to admit, is not oh a great God, game. Yeah. Do you remember that one? So it's I basically, do remember that one. Yeah. It's, I, is that like the one with the gorilla that surfs and like the dude, the, the headhunter, and like they're surfing and they're skateboarding and stuff? Is that I know a- which one you're talking about. That I don't think that one's California Games. No, this, oh. this is a little more in the realm of the realistic as, as much as yeah, an NES game yeah. can be. Uh, no gorillas, but it did have skateboarding. It did have surfing. It was surfing, something surfing turf or surfing. Yes, I know the one you're yeah, talking about. That was about. the one with the gorilla, yeah. That's right. Mm. Uh, also, okay, yeah, so could have been on this list. Um, TNC Surf Designs. There you TNC go. Surf. <laughs> I kind of want to change my pick now because that is the better game. Uh, but, <laughs> but California Games kind of has a special place in my heart because, I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I saw that everywhere. Like every place that rented Nintendo games had that. Um, and so uh, when you want to do a little uh, surfing or skateboarding, this was definitely a game that was not easy to uh, pick up. Um, mm-hmm. And really kind of rudimentary. Um, but something about the, uh, the the soundtrack, the little uh, hinky-dink 8-bit soundtrack and the little song that it would play. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, just... it. When all we had was like ice hockey and excite bike, um, you know, there wasn't really a good skate. There was skate or die, which I would not mm-hmm. call a good game either. Uh, Could have made my list, but uh, California games had skateboarding and then some, and uh, yeah, a good time was had. Don't play the sequel though cool. for the Super Nintendo. Um, not I didn't even know one. they made the sequel. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I didn't either. Yep, California games. Well, I mean, I, I'm all surprised that like I didn't even know what game you were talking about. I thought it was a different one. <laughs> No, but I do want to hear about yours, Joe. Uh, but let's go to Tess one more time before we talk about some some punch out. 
Actually, okay. I mean, I'm not going to talk about it. It's on Jay's list. So oh, I'll shit. pick something else. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, nice. Well, uh, kind of honestly piggybacking off of you, Joel, mm. uh, I'm going to go into the Tony Hawk yes. underground oh, cool. uh, video yeah. games. Somebody the whole, have the whole thug, the whole thug package, all of those. But, but specifically, that word just crept up on me there. <laughs> uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. So, oh, uh, under underground three. That was the that was the one where, I mean, you start off like in a warehouse thing, and I remember like in in all these games you have to like get skate at different like points. Like you have to get the you have to spell out skate by doing different tricks oh, yeah. and stuff like that. But I just remember playing all of the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games for a while, and that's a little it was a little weird because I mean. Not like I was a skateboarder or anything, but because of the movie, uh, a goofy movie, and wanting to get a skateboard, I've always kind of had an ear and an eye for what was going on in the skateboarding world. So, oh man, you didn't have a days. skateboard? You didn't have a skateboard? Yeah, all, all I wanted for Christmas, you know, kindergarten year was a skateboard, and I finally got one, and it was so small that I couldn't really do tricks oh, no, on it. Oh no. So, <laughs> So I didn't do shit. So I didn't do shit in skateboarding until like high school when like my, uh, Keon and Reggie, we we all picked up skateboarding again and was terrible at it then <laughs> as well. <laughs> you need to bring that to work, man. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, yeah. No. I don't feel like breaking any windows and stuff up there. <laughs> Speaking of skateboarding, did anybody watch? Um, you know, that was an, an Olympic sport that they added this year yeah. to the 2020. Oh Olympics. yeah. Did you guys see any of that coverage? Yep. Yeah. I saw I saw a little bit of it and it was I, I remember I think it was like the first first round like mm-hmm. the however they however they had it structured for yeah. the eliminations and stuff and the, and the guy like lost all the stuff in his pocket and he's just going and picking it up it's like Really? These, these guys uh-huh. were like, yeah, the Olympics, man. They had their <laughs> leave that shit on a shelf. Yeah, <laughs> they had their phone in their pocket. They had their AirPods in, and like, yeah. oh, like, dude, you're on the fucking Olympics. Like, yeah, shouldn't there be like a uniform or something? No, I got their bag. But that's part of the culture, man. Uh, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you can't separate that on, from the sport. On, on a similar note, mm-hmm. like I was excited that they added skateboarding, but mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, kind of like when I buy T-shirts. Sarah's like, okay, you bought this new T-shirt. Now you have to get rid of two. And I'm like, okay, I kind of feel like the Olympics should sort of be the same way. Like, okay, cool. You've added skateboarding. That's good. It's a modern thing. Now you have to get rid of something. And I'm like, ping pong. Ping Uh, pong. First of all, it's table tennis. Okay, table tennis. Yeah. (laughs) And that is a... You you respect that sport. And fencing. Get rid of fencing. (laughs) Fencing, I could see, but I'm going to throw a synchronized swimming on that one because... uh, you want to talk about one that does not fit? Uh, I mean, I get it. I appreciate the pageantry of it, but I'm not watching the Olympics for pageantry. Like, but it, it definitely gave us one of the best SNL bits. <laughs> yes, is, the, the synchronized swimming was pretty great. Christopher Guest and uh, yes. Michael McKean. Yeah. Hey, you! I know you. I know you. Martin Short. I don't know how to swim. <laughs> Nobody under the age of 40 understands what we're talking about. They don't know the record. No. But if you're listening and you get that, then you get it. Um, but yeah, synchronized swimming. Anyway, uh, but yes, nice to see skateboarding in the Olympics and also on our video game screens. Good pick, Tess. All right, Joe, let's uh, let's hear your last one before we do some honorable okay. mentions. My last one it was a surprise. Man, I have some good. It was tough to pick just this one, mm-hmm. but I feel like this one won't be represented if I don't mention it. Um I picked up the the Game Boy Advance, and this is one of the first games I got for it. 
Uh, super dodgeball advance. I was about Ooh. to say super dodgeball. Super yep. Dodgeball. Yeah. Yeah. This game, yep. was, it was so good. It was like, and it had that, I think it may have been because it was made by the river city folks, the people that mm-hmm. did river city ransom, or maybe this was just, it just looked like it, but like there was, it was a really fun, like early co-op game for the game boy advance. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it looked really great. A lot of those early game boy advance games had like this very unique kind of cartoony look to, to it. Yeah. Like even the, the early Castlevania games on the GBA kind of looked a little more cartoony. Um, but this one had such a, a charming look to it. It sounded great. Hmm. And, and I couldn't help but fall in love with it. Like there was, there were different characters. They had different strengths. Uh, and, and you, you kind of, the more you played it, obviously with any game, it's the same way. The more you played it, the better you got at it. You knew how to kind of hmm. balance your teams out. This one had me playing on my GBA, like, for hours on end before anything good finally came out for that system. <laughs> it was it was so fun. Oh, all right. I'll have to check that one out. I think it originally came, it was just Super Dodgeball or Dodgeball. It might have just Dodgeball been Dodgeball was on, on it, NES. Dodgeball was on the NES. And it yeah. Was, it, in fact, they just released it on the Switch oh. as part of like kind of the, the pack-in for the Rubber oh, yeah. Ransom pack. Yeah. Oh, oh nice. That's cool. Nice. Nice. All right, Jay. On to you. What's your last one? All right. Well, as a, I mean, shocker, Mike Tyson's punch out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got to talk about it. Yeah, uh, and the original one, like not just the, not the, not the, the not punch the, out. You do, yeah. yeah, not not punch out with Mister Dream or whatever. No, no, no. We gotta we gotta go back to Mike Tyson. Yeah, and uh, how ridiculously hard it is to fight Mike Tyson. Um, getting to him once you actually get kind of in the rhythm of everything getting to him is like no problem anymore agreed but suddenly that rhythm changes once you get to him and he does shit that you are you don't expect and you're you're not ready for it it does it's absolutely cheap between him him and mr sandman they both yes it's the worst yep yep absolutely um and, and it's still it's one of those games where the the control is so tight like you have you have to be so precise on your timing mm-hmm. that if you're playing on an emulator yes you pretty much can't beat him mm-hmm. because there there's that little bit tiny extra delay yeah in the in the lag and so you can't do it um there the the retro arc is a is a kind of an overarching emulator that does so many different systems they have a feature called run ahead and I think oh, yeah. it's the only one now that can do this because basically what it does is it runs the game depending on how many times you do like run ahead, you know, one, two, three, or four or whatever. It runs the game three or four different times and tries to predict what you're going to do ahead of time. So that way, when you actually do it, it's already it already knows it's it. It's loaded. already got it loaded in memory, so it can That's do it. Crazy. And it actually <laughs> has it actually has less lag from the controller input than the actual the, hardware than the original. Wow! Than the original hardware, yes. Wow! Because of this, it's yeah. Mike Tyson's "What If?" Exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, but yeah, man, good pick because uh, I can't overstate. Everybody had played Mike Tyson's Punch-Out back in the day. If you knew somebody yep. with, with a Nintendo, uh, you had played it. If you didn't own it yourself, everybody had rented it. It, it. it was all over the place. And this is when uh, Mike Tyson was still kind of somebody who could 
you could look up to maybe yep, before the ear before yeah. the uh, before the ear and before the uh, the, the domestic uh, abuse yeah, the, allegations yeah. um yeah and a bunch of other things yeah. it turns out uh, maybe not such a great guy that mike tyson but uh, <laughs> Hey, you know what? He talks funny and he likes tigers, so we but give him was, a pass. Right? I was about to say, but he was great really? in the Hangover. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, knockout. Uh, but yeah, man, <laughs> what a tough game to play. But you're right; it wasn't unfair to the point where it made it frustrating. Like it, you, you just had to get better at it, and you always mm-hmm. felt like you were making progress every time you played that game. Um, maybe until you got to Mike, but uh, until you got to Mike, yeah, until you got to Mike. exactly. Mm-hmm. And even that, uh, as- uh, go ahead. Uh, just as the kids say these days, get good. Got to get good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just imagine Mike Tyson in like the the room as they're like developing the game and like watching people play, and he's like, "No, nah, man, I'm not going out like a bitch. Yeah, just make <laughs> make, make me sure faster. I don't go out like a bitch. Make <laughs> it faster. Gotta make it harder. <laughs> Gotta make it harder to fight me. Come on." <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, well, all right. So I guess I'll do one more. And then uh, we'll hand it over to Tess to wrap it up. So let me uh, – I, I, I like a, a good game that requires a peripheral, you know, if it's uh, – especially if it's a sports game like that. You know, we talked about uh, Wii Sports. Uh, Jay, you were talking about your racing game where you've got the actual controller or, you know, the steering wheel. Um, and in uh, on the NES, we had a little thing called the Power Pad uh, that you could play track and field with. Oh, Joe yeah, just uh, vomited field. in his mouth a little bit by the mere yes. mention. Of the power pad on the regular Nintendo Entertainment System, but yeah, it was this um, basically this kind of yoga mat. It was like a twister board, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. it had like numbers on it. Some were blue, some were red, and uh, it was like DDR before yep. DDR. Before DDR, so you roll this yep. thing out in your living room, and um, if, if you were playing track and field, you would uh, have two feet on the one and two button, and you would literally run really fast uh, to make your character on screen uh, run. Although, if you were like me, uh, I would cheat and get on my hands and knees and use my palms and smack the fuck out of that power pad because uh, I found you could go much faster there. And, and you, you game cheated the game. on the power pad? I did cheat on the power pad. Well, come on. Even as a kid, I knew that uh, I didn't want to I didn't want to break a sweat playing video games. <laughs> make it easy on myself. But uh, I remember getting... At least a few hours of enjoyment out of the power pad. Joe, uh, looks like not so much for you. <laughs> no, no. I I never owned it, but a friend of mine who lived down the street had it, and yep. I tried it a couple of times, and I was like, this is this is a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. This is horrible. Every now and then, you know, Nintendo uh, hits a home run with something like the Wii controller, um, and then every now and then they, they come out with a Wii U. <laughs> Dude, but the power pad, like, there was nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was that, it was way ahead of its, ahead of its time. time. I, think mm-hmm. that's, I think that's true for just about all those early peripherals like mm-hmm. the power glove and the, the power pad like there's so many things that now like we use that other companies use that have become kind of commonplace yeah but at the time it just it wasn't it, i don't know it wasn't practical to have those it wasn't and yeah. the, the power pad itself was kind of flimsy like it wasn't too long before the curl the corners started like curling up and when you're playing on it yeah. and it's like slipping out from underneath you uh, yeah. i'm surprised there weren't lawsuits across the nation yeah. from kids who had like broken bones Slipping yeah. on that power pad. Yeah, got to put it on carpet, kids. Don't try to do it on tile. <laughs> Learn that. The hard oh my way. god! Even on a carpet, it was all over the place. So. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah, it was. It was ridiculous before Velcro. Mm-hmm. It all was right. just slippery itself. It was slippery. Yeah, it was yeah. slick. It was like a. It was like a slip and slide. Basically, kind of that yeah, same material, right. wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. All right, Tess. Luckily, you did not live through that era, but uh, you get to close <laughs> us out. Uh, what's What's your last sports game? Okay, my last sports game. I'm going to go back to racing. 
And this is a game for me that I was just looking up what the name of it was because I was thinking about it. But it's it's an old Sonic racing game. It's not it's not the Sonic Teams racing, but this game came out like, oh my god, it had to be it had to be like two thousand between two thousand and six and two thousand and eight. And it says Sonic Unleashed. And the reason why I remember this game is because one of the earliest like memories like of gaming I have with my brother is that we used to go to like Best Buy. And you know how they had like the demo games and everything. Mm-hmm. And like we used to spend hours there playing the games there. And Sonic, the Sonic Unleashed game was one of those games that I remember playing. Like and I remember we did this so much. So there was one time where my brother, he was supposed to come and pick me up. And he was late because he was there playing games with his friend. <laughs> so then he left, came and got me, and we went back there. And we played for like two more hours. There. <laughs> That's awesome. It's hilarious. So right. yeah, Sonic, Sonic Unleashed. Sonic. I don't know if you got you guys. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that or played any of the I, like Sonic racing I've games. I've heard of it, but I didn't realize it was a racing game. I'd never played it before. It's like I might. It might not be that right one, but I remember it being a Sonic game because I definitely remember being Sonic, Knuckles, all of them, and like you could switch out between the players, yeah. and like we spent hours playing this game. That's awesome. Yeah, I've heard good things about that one in uh, we'll Sonic Team Racing, I guess. Or, uh, mm-hmm. Well, uh, appropriate then that uh, you're going out on a Sonic game uh, when the last episode you were on was the Sonic the Hedgehog game. So, <laughs> way to bring it for all circle. Right? right? Like, bring it all back home. That's oh, what I do, all baby. All right, it's listeners. What I do. If we did not talk about a sports game that's one of your favorites, go ahead and sound off on our Facebook page. That's right, 16-Bit Gladiators. You can find us there uh, or do it on Twitter <laughs> at 16-Bit Gladiators on Twitter. Uh, and again, 16BitGladiators.com to find all those links and connect with us there. Uh, all right. Next week on our podcast, you know, we talked a little bit about uh, track and field and the power pad and comparing it to DDR. Well, that may be one of the games you hear mentioned on next week's episode when we're going to be talking about uh, music and rhythm games. That's right. Uh, the rhythm games have kind of become popular in the last decade or so. Of course, uh, video game developers have been finding ways to work music into video games uh, since well before that. Uh, some in arcade, some at home. Uh, mm-hmm. Some where you actually play instruments, you know, facsimiles of real instruments. Uh, so games that, that are centered around music and or rhythm. That's going to be our topic next week on the 16-Bit Gladiators. Uh, All right, before we go, I did kind of promise at the top of the show that we'd uh, do a quick little uh, reaction to the Star Wars Visions trailer. If you're into video games, you're into us, Mm. probably into Star Wars, uh, and you may also be into anime, and that's exactly what this trailer is, a Star Wars anime series that I had no idea was in production. Uh, Mm. Saw it just on a whim. We were literally like testing out some speakers on Jenna's new computer, uh, and I was like, pull up YouTube, let's just, just something, let's just see what's up there. And she pulls up YouTube, and of course, she signed in. So what's the first thing that's suggested? This new Star Wars trailer, uh, or a Disney Plus TV show coming on. And two and a half minutes later, we were like, what the fuck is this? It looks awesome. She doesn't yeah. even like anime, but she loves Star Wars. And uh, yeah, we are intrigued by this. What about you guys? You see this trailer? Yes, it looks awesome. And what I love about it <laughs> is that it looks like there's not a Skywalker to be seen. Yeah. Like it, oh, it is oh, just nice. a, well, that's not true. I think they showed Vader at one point, but like 
it looks like all these cool just like original stories (laughs) yeah spoilers watch the trailer uh but it looks like all these cool original stories and uh uh, yeah i'm looking forward to it yeah love the art style been trying to get back into some anime and uh this seems like it might be an a nice vehicle to do such. May I suggest my roommate is a cat? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Heard of that? It's a good one. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, well, we talk, got that out of the way. Uh, oh, I, I promised also some uh, honorable mentions uh, sports games. We'll go real quick. Uh, one of the ones that kind of inspired this all is the uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympics series of mm. games, which mm. uh, surprised nobody else had on their list. But, uh, yeah, quite quite a tie-in right there. And then uh, can't talk about sports without. We haven't talked about a hockey game, so I'm gonna. I oh, had that. Yeah. I had that. I had, you had that NHL too. NHL ninety eight. The NHL. NHL ninety eight for the PS one. Yep. Oh really? Oh, nice. I had yep. NHL ninety five for the Sega Genesis, made famous mm. in the movie Swingers, where Vince Vaughn uh, promises to <laughs> make Wayne Gretzky's head bleed. <laughs> that's right. Ah. The other characters. Much consternation. Oh, I sent, Test. I sent you the clip from that. Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> make his head bleed, clip. dude. Make his head bleed. We, uh, Jay and I played NHL 98 with our buddies. That was the game where you could start putting your face on the players. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. We, we played the hell out of that. That and, was oh, yeah. Any honorable mentions from you guys, Tess? I, oh, well, I mean, you said the NHLs. Those were, those were a good string of games that I actually played a lot with my brothers because our friends, they were played hockey. But also, uh, the FIFA games, the soccer yeah. ones there. Basically, all the just j- different genres of sports, because you could even throw in the baseball, the show games for me as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The cool thing about the NHL titles, especially the, the early ones from EA, is like Daryl Ray was one of the guys that would call the games on on those video games. And Daryl Ray was also one of the guys, he was the color commentator for the Dallas Stars. Ooh. So living in Dallas and being a hockey fan just felt like hockey. Uh, and mm. I don't think a lot of people got that same experience. You know, if you if you were a big L.A. Kings fan or if you were, uh, you know, a, a big fan of like the, the Buffalo Sabres, you weren't getting that same feeling. Yeah. But there was something kind of special if you were a Stars fan that you were getting out of it. I do like, especially in those earlier games when they were working in the voices, uh, you know, the little pixelated 8-bit sounding voices of like Madden. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's in the game. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Jay, what about always, you? Always the same little three second clip of him saying something too, just over and over. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Jay, um, mentions? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have, it's a, well, two, two NES ones and then one that's on the PC, but I don't know if it's on any other consoles. Uh, the NES ones, I got Tecmo Super Bowl. Mm hmm. Uh, oh, that was one that I had played. I've kicked Tess's ass at that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Played yeah. the shit out of that on the NES. <laughs> uh, another one is RBI Baseball. Oh, that yeah. was more of a more of like the cartoony characters, but it was actually like a serious baseball game. Um, and then on the PC, I have Blood Bowl. And this when what? when Tess brought up, um, oh, yeah, fucking great. When when Tess brought up Blitz, I was mm. like, Blitz. Yes, football power ups just beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> Blood Bowl is that. Blood nice. Bowl is Blitz with fantasy characters. Yeah. You've oh, got yeah. orcs, you've got humans, you've what? got elves. They're all oh, wow. in there. It's just, it's wonderful. Wonderful. There's also a, a game called Mutant League Football that kind of does yes, the, that's right. kind of the same thing. Yep. Oh. And I forgot one uh, meant to mention earlier, Super Tennis for the Super Nintendo. Uh, just kind of a straight-up tennis game, but uh, man, yep. a really fun one yep. to play. Uh, yeah. and, and one of my wife's favorite as well. I, I have two. Uh, I have uh, Windjammers on the Neo Geo, 
which is just outstanding. It's mm-hmm. kind of like Pong, like these two characters, you're, you're basically throwing a Frisbee around, but it's just like in, in kind of a beach battle situation. Mm. It's a top-down view kind of thing. It's it's super fun. Interesting. Uh, and how are we going to talk about sports games and not talk about Shaq Fu? Oh, that's it. I mean, we're not really going to talk about Shaq. Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) All right. That about wraps it up for our sports game episode. Tess, thank you for coming back. Way to make an entrance. Thank you guys for having me. Glad we finally got you back on after the last two weeks. Sorry, listeners. We had to do uh, our episodes a little out of order. Uh, I mean, I got to hear his ass talk every fucking day. I was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You may be tired of it, but uh, we missed it here on the podcast. So hopefully uh, if there's another genre of video games besides sports that you're into, we'll get you back. Hey, whatever. I guess whatever the next uh, Grand Theft Auto or something comes out. Yeah. So GTA 6 and uh, what about? Ten more years. Twenty twenty three. Yeah. Oh, cool. Twenty twenty three. Look for that. <laughs> or, or we'll do we'll do uh, shooting games or something in that realm like that. Oh, you know? interesting it's, shooting it's games. Like like like, I mean, like yeah. first person games. Uh, I mean, well, kind of. I get my ass kicked in those, but that's like outside of outside of sports games. Those and like so it's like your GTA's and other random like games with guns and stuff like that. That's kind of that's kind of me. That's why it's like. You guys play you guys play so many different versions of games. I'm just like, oh my God. Wow. Uh, like, it's just because we've been I'm around so a while. That, that's all. It's just uh, <laughs> it's, it's been around long yeah. enough. But it's but it's like you guys play from so many different like time time periods and realms and just everything. This and it's like world. it's so impressive and extensive. <laughs> you know, and I'm proud of you guys. Oh. But I'm like, man, <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, but man, I'm I'm just like, I'm just gonna stick to my sports games and <laughs> <laughs> maybe give me a gun, I guess. <laughs> well, that sounds completely healthy. Uh, on that note, uh, thanks again for joining us uh, mm-hmm. on this episode of the 16 Bit Gladiators, and we will see you next week for another episode. All right, good night. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. What the fuck are we going to do now? You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.